Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters. And you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. Hey, everyone. This is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And. As always, I've got my gracious co-host, the invincible, invisible president and CEO of Snark Industries, Ignacio. How does it feel to get punched in the face by the fist of justice, aka Captain America? Mm, yeah. Um, can we like maybe tone down all the all the punches that Tony's taken in these trailers? His his face is looking a little worse for wear. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's getting his ass kicked. I think at and... one point you see his arm is broken. Like it's he's not he's not <laughs> having not a good, good time. But yeah, man, I was actually thinking we might just take the week off because there really wasn't anything. Nah, too big yeah. What happened this week? week? Nothing. Uh, yeah. The biggest news probably in your world <laughs> oh in my a long God. time. Oh Spider Man finally dropped. We got to look at him. He's got like cool like armbands now. I don't know what that is, but yeah. uh, maybe he's in mourning. Oh, maybe. He's got like weird black armbands going around his, around yeah. his arms. Uh, he's got Captain America's shield. And it's a good he's accessory. voiced yeah. by a, a little tiny kid. Ch- a small child. And Small child. And also, apparently his powers have, have uh, I guess, grown since the last time we saw him because he flew out of fucking nowhere in this trailer. Like, yeah just can he teleport i mean now? it makes sense when he's swinging through building to building but um open airfield not sure how he got there <laughs> yeah he just came out of nowhere and like but anyway dude also yeah, super hearing because like tony yells but come on he's not yelling that loudly you know that's true he's just, so he... before we jump into it what do you what do you think should we just play yeah play the actual trailer yes let's that do that broke the interwebs all right here we go guys captain america civil war the second, and I believe, last trailer we're going to get. Uh, I don't know if I believe that, but last full-length trailer? Is that confirmed? Do you know if that's true? I don't know if that's confirmed, but I would bet I would bet on that, yeah. Okay. I have a feeling we're going to get another look at Spidey before the movie comes out, but anyway, here we go. This job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. Started a war. 
I could do this all day. All right, I've run out of patience. On the roof! Oh man, how great was that? Hey, uh, hey everyone. Hey everyone. Uh, that was Spider-Man at the end. I wonder if they're like, "Hey, can you speak up?" Like I couldn't really hear what you just said. <laughs> um, that's like, yeah, he was like speaking at the volume that like I would say something to you, like if we were sitting across the table. Yeah. But like this is an open giant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we go on to that, um, we here at Combo Characters like to pride ourselves on you know being ahead of the game, being kind of cutting edge, and uh, also just being intrepid reporters, we were able to find uh, some bits of audio. We're actually going to break this news here today. Um, from the, I guess, I don't know how you would say this, uh, just the filming of the movie, we were able to find some alternate takes right. of that last scene with Spider-Man. Um, the first one we're going to play for you is actually the original clip which was which was edited for you know the trailer, but this is actually the original unedited footage of Spider-Man arriving in that trailer. We're gonna go ahead and and cue that up and play that for you right now. All right, I've run out of patience. On the roof. The weebs. Dude, called it called it like months ago i just how amazing you know honestly between the two i think clearly marvel has made one of the very few missteps they should have went with the second with the original audio i i I don't know why they went away from that i don't know either but i mean maybe they listened to our podcast and were like well maybe okay it's too predictable now or like they're on to us maybe they worried we we might sue them or some litigation okay I, but that's fair. that's not it, man. That's fair. not. I mean, we we are coming in hot this week. Wow. We also secured another bit of, I mean, just red hot, confidential audio. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, we might not even be able to play this on air. Uh, I don't know. We might get in trouble. Is but, it the clip that I think you're thinking of? Like, is, you know, yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, to so, be to be fair, if it's the one I think you're you're about to play. We do yeah. say that this is a a podcast that is unfiltered. Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, it's right at the beginning. So if you missed the beginning, the very beginning of the show, this is an unedited podcast. Um, but no, dude, uh, we've been hearing a lot about comic book properties trying to maybe like go for that rated R now because because of the popularity of Deadpool. The Deadpooling uh, of superhero films. Deadpool. Yeah, you did it yeah, right. You did uh, it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we t- we hear we hear we heard about uh, Batman vs Superman going to have a R-rated uh, version, I guess, out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the next Wolverine movie might possibly be an R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that the creators of Civil War also created an R-rated version of this movie, including uh, an R-rated you know appearance by Spider-Man yeah. that we got in that trailer. So, we're going to go ahead and play that audio. Let's do it of Spider-Man's appearance as you will see in the R-rated version of Captain America Civil War. Here we go. Surprise, motherfucker. Wow, dude. His his voice sounds so different there. I mean, um, the t- <laughs> clearly, clearly they went for a different tone. I mean, you know, it's almost like what was that process when they went, you know, between the rated R and the PG-13? They really had to scale it back. Yeah. And I almost wonder, like, were they going for, like, a 40-year-old black guy? Yeah. Or, like, in, in a, is, I mean, there's a pretty big difference. Is that Samuel with, L. Jackson under the mask is, is what we should and, be asking And then ourselves. the question is, you know, where is Nick Cage? Nick, Nick Fury, Fury sorry. Look at you. All over ah, the ah, <laughs> At least he didn't say. Oh, I uh, fail so hard at this. Luke Cage, maybe I don't know. Uh, but you know what, though, where is Nick Cage is a question that I think about quite often. So I mean, it's <laughs> not that good. It's good. It's it is something that troubles my mind as well from time to time. Uh, so, well, dude, well, before we get, I mean, let's just let's just jump right into Spider-Man's appearance here yeah. because that is what everyone's talking about. Yeah. You're the biggest Spider-Man fan I know. Yeah. Uh, 
Give me your reactions. Man. Oh, my God, dude. So, okay. My phone was blowing up when this trailer got released. Like, I was getting Facebook messages. I was getting Instagram links, Twitter tweets, like Twitter tweets, everything. Like, everyone was just like, have you seen it? And make sure you see it. Like, here are all the different memes. There were so many memes. Like, immediately, within, like, an hour, there were, like, hundreds of memes already with Spidey. I love it. It's great. I love the costume. I love the eyes, the squinting. That's, like, you were, straight... You were going nuts about the squinting. Straight up, like, true to the core, 1960s Spidey. And I can't believe so many people were that excited it's about just, squinting eyes. Wait, it's such a small thing, but I think... I think this is what that means. It is a small thing, but I think the but it's, re- a, it's an attention to detail. It's attention sort of, to detail. Yeah. It is. It shows that the people that are making this movie and are that this character is now in the right hands because they're. It also shows that you are a like giant this. nerd. But, yeah, I mean we already knew that. So. Well, come on. Yeah. Yeah. These are our, yeah. These are, these are um, your people. What do you think too, about? Yeah, what'd you think about how he looked? He looks a little bit different than what we've seen. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it the the costume looks. Uh, in an odd way, more simple. It's like simpler. Uh, it's not as textured. Uh, you can mm. actually see his web shooters, like they're mechanical. I'm I'm also curious about those black armbands. I don't know if that was just something that they threw in. I have a feeling that that's going to play a role in the in the movie somehow. Like those oh. little differences in the costume. Uh, but his the mask, the face is so spot on. And, uh, you know, it just, it literally brings joy to my heart to see this character come in that way. And the way he lands, yeah, it's the superhero landing like Deadpool likes to say. But the way he lands and he's holding the shield, it's a straight up Spider-Man pose. Right. And it looks really natural. I think one thing, and I'm not the only one to have brought this up, I've read it on the internet as well. But one thing that's going to be very unique about this Spider-Man is that Tom Holland is a trained dancer uh, and gymnast. So he naturally has uh, a level of fluidity to his movement that uh, that Tobey Maguire certainly didn't have and that Andrew Garfield didn't have. And But the the clip, I mean, the, the appearance of Spider-Man in this trailer CG. is pretty much 100% CGI. Yeah, right? It's right, right. It is CG, but that doesn't mean he didn't motion capture the movement. But couldn't something? you couldn't you have him standing on top of of the truck himself? Like that part could have been filmed. Definitely, and maybe it was. Maybe it's a composite shot. Like we really don't know. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, you know, I've seen a few uh, like live Spider-Man shows, like the like those stunt shows, and every time that they have a Spider-Man character, it's it's a person that's a gymnast that is playing Spider-Man. And it, it gives yeah, it a level of smart. realism that's really unique to those shows. So I think that's. Are you saying Tobey Maguire isn't a gymnast? Mm. He's a dancer. We know that much. <laughs> oh, that he's a something. I know you're <laughs> referencing Spider-Man Three. Don't, don't think I don't know I what am. you're doing. I know what you're yeah. doing. Well, okay. How about this? How do you feel about the person essentially introducing us to this new version of Spider-Man being Tony? Yeah, being team, Iron team Iron Man right now, right, Spidey? Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of thought it was going to go that way. To be honest, we don't know yeah. that Spidey. Well, I mean, he's you know he's the biggest property in Marvel right now, mm. so it makes sense that you would have him if you're we, trying to get you know get someone you know we, <laughs> get someone over if you will. You want the top yeah, guy, oh, the top dog. Yeah, if yeah. You will, clearly, kind of Spidey needs help. I mean, yeah, we not, oh, we're not sure if he can make it on his own. Did you uh, see Spider-Man three? Uh, <laughs> so maybe yeah. Obviously, he starts as Team Iron Man. That's okay. I mean, I I, I kind of want to see some Tom Holland. Uh, you know Robert Downey Jr. scenes, some some Peter and Tony scenes. That'd be nice. I kind of want to see what what where Peter and and Steve Rogers go at some point. Hopefully, they there's a scene with them in it, um, where he talks him into going to his side, possibly. Maybe or just I don't know where he has like a heart to heart because you got to remember in this universe, Peter is a kid. Like he's literally a, yeah. a young teenager, so he's gonna be looking up to all of these people. I think that sort of plays into the hey everyone like the like he's sort of unsure like am i supposed to even be here like like it would of, also be incredibly intimidating yeah because right? definitely like, here are the the best superheroes in the world definitely and they've saved they've literally like, saved the world multiple times right what do you do yeah, when you meet enough. those people right no exactly um i've i've read that potentially spider-man's technology on his suit mm-hmm. might be 
from Stark Tech. Sony. Yeah. I would I mean, does that, how do you feel about that? Because that, that definitely changes the the kind of canon, I guess, of, of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I mean, to be honest, I've, you know, even at an early age, I kind of thought, like, this 15-year-old kid making web shooters was a little suspect. Like, yeah, it's comic books and sure. But when you have, like, scientists like Reed Richards, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner out there, these full-grown yeah, adults that have not made web shooters... Like, it's kind of weird that this 15-year-old kid came up with it. Uh, so I'm okay with that. You know, obviously, we've talked about this before. The movies and the comics don't have to match perfectly. You just have to get the essence of the characters. Right. And I think just – and again, five seconds. We have five seconds of Spidey. But yeah, right. based off those five seconds, I'm two thumbs up, like ten jalapenos, <laughs> everything. Uh, well, I'm glad how you liked it, man. So you, as a predominantly Iron Man fan – you, I mean, I know you, you, you know, you don't hate Spider-Man or anything. Like, what did you no. feel? What did you? How did you? Think I was. You nailed it, or I was like, as soon as I pressed play on the trailer, I was super excited because I thought there was a chance Spider-Man was going to show up. So I'm definitely not a Spider-Man hater. I like Spider-Man, but, um, but yeah, I was when it got to the end, I was kind of bummed. Like, ah, oh, I got swerved. There's no Spider-Man in this. And then yeah, that little scene at the end, um, which was super cool. I mean, I think my first reaction was like, oh, that looks super CGI'd. I hope they kind of clean that up a little bit. But with like a month left, I'm not sure if they're really going to they look a whole. They could. A lot different. I mean, they could. Um, I, I, I can't say I was like blown away by the CGI in that, especially when like the Iron Man suit, I feel like looks so damn realistic. Yeah. Um, probably because it, it is, right? I mean, not all the time when he's flying, but like... Yeah, there's a real metal suit out there. There's a real metal suit. And I feel like the Avengers, all those characters who are in that scene, you know, there's not... There's definitely a CGI involved with them, but they're all also in real suits. And there's kind of a realness to... Except for the Hulk. To, well, yeah, but he wasn't in that scene. Oh, yeah, right, right. Um, so, I, I don't know. I wonder how that's going to play, because, like, that's... Spider-Man, you know, creating a, a real-looking Spider-Man costs a lot of money right it's like it's a lot to to make and yeah. to to design and actually have in special effects so i can't say i was blown away by the cgi there but i like the fact that they're bringing him on in the trailer um that they're introducing him that they're kind of getting people excited about it and yeah it got me i mean i was already hooked with the movie but now it's like i i really want to watch this thing tomorrow if i can because i i want to know how big of a how big of a role he's going to have in the movie yeah and I don't know, man. I think I kind of compare this this movie a lot with with BVS, Batman vs Superman. I think it's kind of natural too because they're both coming around around coming the same out, time. They've got the heroes time, fighting heroes, kinda, heroes fighting heroes. It's basically heroes going up to each other and being like, "Do you even superhero, bro?" Yeah. Um, and it's just like superheroes debating on how you should superhero. And but with something about like the, the the civil war trailers it's like there are those scenes where you have these kind of serious kind of uh stern looking faces and they're talking about you know quote unquote serious issues in the marvel universe right but there's i don't know what it is it's just there's something there's more fun involved with the civil war trailer yeah i mean you got underoos you got underoos you have these little moments of levity but it's just overall, it's a much more fun experience. Whereas Batman vs Superman feels like very one note to me, where it's just like seriousness, 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 serious looks, darkness, and it's it's kind of a slog to get through some of those trailers. With this one, I feel like I could keep watching it over and over again, and it's just as entertaining. I think and I'm not really sure what what the difference is, but it's I, I it kinda... just feels more alive to me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think a lot of it has to do with how in BVS, like, Snyder uses, you know, a lot of dark filters for everything. Like, he mutes all the colors. It looks, it just looks darker and grainier and grittier. Yeah. Versus the Russo brothers with Civil War, there's a lot of color in there. Like, they're fighting in an airfield, and it's like a bright day. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of contrast there. Let's... Uh, I mean, I could talk about Spidey all day, but there's so much to 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 com- decompact uh, with this trailer. Let's talk about some other things real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Um, one thing that really stood out, I mean, is like, is Roddy dead or what? Like, I mean, yeah. Because I think I told you this on Facebook. Like, is this 
Is this the first? Like, are we actually having a superhero character, or sorry, comic book character die in a trailer like, before? before? Not even in the movie. Like, it's just like, oh, he's he's probably going to die. That guy gets done dirty, man. Like, he takes, like, I mean, he gets shot what looks like right in the chest. Like, with like, a rocket or something. Like it's With like, a rocket, falls to the ground. <laughs> like, Tony takes his mask off. He's bleeding. His face from is bleeding. From the nose. Bleeding from the nose is never good in a movie. If you're bleeding yeah. from your nose, that means your brain is messed up. Right. And then Robert Downey Jr. gives us his best, my best friend has just died face. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, maybe he comes back. But, sure, everyone, when you know, when we all know that there's going to be at least two funerals in this movie, okay. um, if you're putting together a list of the most likely people to die, Rhodey is like running away with that, right? Yeah, He's yeah, number one. He's like it's like a one to one bet. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I think Rhodes gone. Um, anyway, sorry, keep going. No, R.I.P. Yeah, Mr. Rhodes. Like, yeah, it's I crazy. mean, the thing is, he he is a guy you can do away with. I mean, he obviously has a big role in the comics. But um, in the movies, he's all. He I mean, they even even the last Avengers, they made fun of how the how he he's kind of secondary. Really yeah, one of the Avengers. So if you're gonna kill someone off, kind of makes sense. Plus, to you got uh, you got Black Panther, you know, <laughs> coming and I don't know, man. Right. It's just sometimes I feel like Marvel they have like these sort of minority limits that they have to stay within. And no, I think you're totally right. Uh, and like I I, I remember. Um, even like when season one of Daredevil, and if this is not even a spoiler alert, because if you haven't watched it by now, it's on you. But, um, geez, the reporter, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ulrich. Uh, Ulrich. Uh, ben Ulrich. Yeah, when I was like, oh, they cast him as a black guy, my first thought was like, oh no, <laughs> like he might, he might not make it through this season. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm pretty worried for, for black Jimmy Olsen too in Supergirl. Um, that's just, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like saying this is a good stuff, good thing. I'm just like, it's just we, we're 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 trained now that like <laughs> you're a little uneasy. Reason, it's a little you gotta like, be like yeah. Ehh. You start casting like minorities in these roles, and like people start getting worried. Like, uh, are they really gonna last? Um, so maybe not the most shocking thing that Rhodey might be one of the guys gone. Um, a lot of great action sequences, and I mean they just go. It's just boom, 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 boom. I mean, you see a Black Widow scene. You see. Uh, <laughs> Tony punched Cap. You see Pat, Cap punch Tony. They do the really... I love this. The little callback to Captain America 1 where uh, Tony looks at Cap and he says, stay down or I'll end this. Cap is like, you know, looks like he's been beat up a little bit. He gets up and he does like kind of like the fighting pose. He's like, I could do this all day. That's a straight callback to the first Captain America movie, which I loved. Uh, yeah. I love that callback. I, I like the movie a lot too, but... Um, uh, let's see, you see, you see. The other really cool thing is the 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 sequence right before they hit the uh, the title screen for Civil War is you see both sides running toward each other. Yeah, that's straight out of a comic book. I mean, like, yeah, totally. That just looks so cool. Uh, I mean, obviously we're at a distance; you can't see the characters that closely, but. I mean, I like the I like the potential too of ugh. like you can you can pair off so many of these characters to fight each other, mm -hmm. and like we do get a little taste of what looks like a Scarlet Witch vision, vision. yeah, battle, yeah, um, which would be which is cool and like just that alone I think is interesting to watch, but again I mean I think Marvel's just been really smart with this, you know f for the beginning of the marketing for this movie I felt like they were trying to sell us on Black Panther, and they did a great job of it and like when now he tears like, the okay. motorcycle, um, yeah and now it's like now it's towards the end and the movie's going to come out soon and then they kind of throw Spidey at you. So, oh. um, It's like they 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 have an endless supply of ammo. You know, it's like they haven't even begun to empty the gun that they There's have. so much to it. Uh, and like, uh, think think of the fact that like this movie has Paul Rudd in it and like, we, yeah, that, they're, not, and I, they're basically not even promoting that. I was just going to say, that's actually beyond the Spidey reveal, this was my favorite part of that trailer, which is you see Hawkeye shoot an arrow and then Ant-Man is on the arrow and jumps off of it, goes through Tony's hand and starts climbing up his suit. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I mean, that literally is from a comic book. Um, that's super cool. And that's yeah. like all we've gotten of Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is amazing. Like, he's done such a good job with Ant-Man. We've gotten yeah, like, virtually nothing so far. I wonder if he's ever been in a movie that, like, basically didn't use him at all to promote it. <laughs> so strange. I mean, uh, yeah. it's fantastic, though. Uh any anything else really stick out for you, either positively or negatively? No, I mean we haven't gotten really any taste of 
the villains in this movie, and maybe because so much of it is, you know, a team Iron Man versus team Captain America, mm-hmm. but you know there are going to be some some baddies in this, including Baron Zemo, which we haven't really heard anything about, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I think. I I guess I don't really have anything else to say about it except that it looks awesome. Yeah. And I'm super excited for it. And I I still think Tony might die. Yeah. I mean, oh, dude, what if they take out War Machine and Iron Man? I mean, that, that'd be crazy. Well, like, you know, and I, I always name drop Christine, but she made that point. She's like, well, if they kill War Machine, they can't kill Iron Man. That's, like, too much on one side. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, they could kill Spidey. <laughs> that would be... Yeah, and you, I, you brought that, that up off air. I've seen some people But I really... That. It would be surprised. It would be because, as I said off the air, Sony, I don't believe would have signed a contract to allow Marvel <laughs> to use Spider-Man, and then in him. the first movie that he's in, kill him off. <laughs> Does oh, not man. seem like a very good partnership. What a ballsy move that would be. Um. All right, man. Well, so we're we're just a, we're like a month out, month and a half out from Civil War. Can't wait. Um. Uh, well, you know, if we get any other teasers and stuff, of course, we're going to talk about it here on combo characters. But, you know, normally we kind of save this for the end when we're, we're trying to, you know, stretch our arms and legs out. But, man, you know, I haven't really had a chance to get a good meal in today. <laughs> so if you don't mind, sir, I would like to take a little stop, get some food, maybe more than just some pie. Maybe maybe a little sandwich, a little soup and sandwich I think- combo. Yeah, I think for what we have on the agenda today, yeah. we're gonna need we're gonna need a whole spread. Gonna gonna need to protein up a little bit. Can I get the extra large latte, please? Mm. What? <laughs> so I think it's time <laughs> we hit up casting corner. Oh uh, yeah, always always a great time. Uh, glad to be back in casting corner, and we got quite a few things to cover this week, man. This is a big big casting corner week, and we're gonna start things off. With uh, some Evans List news. Oh, um, yeah. J.K. Simmons uh, will now be I need pictures Commissioner of Spider-Man! Yeah. Uh, is being cast to play Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I need pictures DC. of Batman! Oh. <laughs> what? Huh? Um, so, J. J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. J. Jonah um, Jameson Gordon... And J. Yeah. Jonah Jim McGonerson. I don't know. By the way, whenever I say J. Jonah Jameson, a lot of people think I say I'm saying Jenna Jameson. Huh? Does that happen to you too? No. And I'm just like, no, 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 different guy. No, different we run in different um, circles, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess people were. Yeah, people's like ears perk up, and they're like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> um, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, so he's gonna now enter the Evans list, which I kind of wonder too. Should we rename it the Reynolds list? Ooh. Because Man. Ryan yeah. Reynolds Blade. has been Deadpool. I mean, yeah, well, he was Deadpool and Green Lantern, but he was also in Blade. Yeah. And he's played two versions of Deadpool. Whereas yeah. Evans has uh, Human Torch. Yep. Is he the Flames? And Captain America. Uh, Captain America. But, little, but he was also. Fact, he's played he was, Captain America. He was also in Snowpiercer, which is a comic. He was also in Scott Pilgrim. It's a comic. You're right. I think it's still. I think Evans. Yeah, I think it's Evans still the Evans it. list. But I wish we had music to like induct J.K. Simmons into the Evans yeah. list. But eh. I'd say do it in post. Uh, but nah. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe. see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think we should also have a list of all the people so we can be like, and the hundred and twenty third inductee into the Chris Evans list. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Anyway, dude, how do you think he will J. K. do? Simmons, by the way, uh, fantastic, fantastic actor. How do you think he'll do? And great casting. Um, as Commissioner Gordon, good job, Warner Brothers. The only the only kind of downer to this is I wonder if now, since he's going to be Commissioner Gordon, that it is less likely that he comes back as J. Jonah Jameson uh, in either yeah. the Spider-Man movie or in a future Marvel film. Because um, I really loved his portrayal of J. Jonah Jameson. Um, Can, has that ever happened, a crossover from Marvel to DC back to Marvel or vice versa? Or vice versa? Don't believe so. Yeah, That's not the up. kind of question something. you can ask me. <laughs> um, well, we need like a stat guy. We do need a stat guy, stat girl, um, stat yeah. gal. Uh, yeah, but but he's a fantastic actor. If you've seen Whiplash, he's magnificent in it. He's amazing. Um, 
great as J. Jonah Jameson, so he's already done the comic thing. He's got the comic pedigree. I think he's going to crush it as Commissioner Gordon. I'm super on board for this casting. Uh, do you have any diversive thoughts to that? No, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him as an actor, and I think he kind of plays these ro- these authoritative roles really well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I think he's going to knock it out of the park. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's uh, we don't have a system. We still don't have a rating system. No. But that's too. But good for you, right? Because we always <laughs> yeah we always talk about Marvel getting big actors. So here, here's Marvel getting like a maybe D- not like a, a huge DC like house uh, sorry DC getting like maybe like a huge like household name, but like someone who is who is known for being a good actor. So. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, moving on, man. Let's go back onto the Marvel side of things. Hey, yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. Kind of lost it at the end there, but... I, yeah, you did. But for a while, that was pretty good. That I know. Was, I mean, I, it was entertaining. I, I just, Not the greatest impression I've heard, but, like, very entertaining. That was, that was very good. So for those of you who couldn't ascertain as to what I just did there, Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester yeah. Stallone in Guardians of Rocket. the Galaxy Two. In Guardians of the Galaxy Two, not, I mean, some people were saying maybe to play Chris Pratt's uh, father, Star-Lord's but uh, Star Lord's dead. But uh, apparently, it's going to be that's going to be uh, Kurt Russell. What's his face? Kurt Russell, which I think is a great choice. Oh, fantastic. Um, but like, what you know? As far as like, who Sylvester Stallone is going to play? Like, who the fuck knows, right? I mean, this is like we're talking about we're in space. It's like <laughs> like vast giant yeah, universe. Man. He could be literally uh, anything. So good. He could be a monster. He could be like, he could be anything. He could be an alien. He could be like a I hope, space I just, cop. I hope he tries talking to Groot at some point, just so that we can have a Vin Diesel. Oh man, Stallone. a D Stallone tete tete. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, man! Again, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm is just it possible keep... that this is the role that uh, that they were going to give David Bowie, and they're like, we'll oh, give it to Sylvester Stallone instead. That's a weird turn, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, that's exciting, though. I mean, you got Stallone coming off of the heat that he got from Creed. Uh, did a great job in Creed. Um, Hashtag Creed Heat. Creed <laughs> Creed Heat. Uh, so I'm I'm all for this as well. Uh, that's uh that's two for two in the casting corner from old Alfred. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Okay. Um, little BVS. The next one, dude. We're little talking BVS about little BVS. Ash. Mm. All right. Oh, by the way, we didn't. We never said what uh, J.K. Simmons is going to be playing. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon. No, but like in what movie? It's going to be in Justice League. Oh right? yeah, sorry, Justice yeah, League. So. Which, that's good. That's a good start. It's yeah. definitely a good start for Justice League, for their peripheral casting or whatever. Um, Which also means, I guess, we're not getting Commissioner Gordon in BVS. So, mm, That's a good point. Didn't think about it that yeah. way. In BVS, somebody that we did almost get, if uh, Zack Snyder had his way, was, believe it or not, we're the rabbits. That was not that good. I'm sorry. Uh, Christian Bale Batman, but not Batman, just Christian Bale. Christian yeah. Bale not as Batman in a Batman film directed by Zack Snyder. that would be Snyder. confusing at all. Oh, anyway. my God. Zack Snyder, what are you doing? So, <laughs> so apparently Zack Snyder went on record and said his original idea was to have Christian Bale at not as Batman, not as Bruce Wayne, just as any other character in this movie to prove that he wasn't Batman. That this was a different universe. That, that alone just, like, should such... like should show you how Zack Snyder's mind Jesus works, Christ. and I think it should make you very worried it's about Bay- where yeah, we're headed. Seriously, this is like Bay level of like what the fuck, man. Like <laughs> that is the most backwards logic, convoluted thing. Thank God somebody stepped in and was like, no, oh. no, you don't do that. I mean, granted, Christian Bale is a good actor; he's one of the best. Like, what were they going to have him do? Like, maybe just be, like, a guy in a cafe watching, like, Batman walk by? And like he'd just be like, lieutenant. I wish I could be that cool. <laughs> if only. <laughs> you know, like, what, what's he going to do? Like, oh, my God. I'm so, so glad that this did not happen. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been terrible. Thumbs down. Uh, Thumbs down. How, I wonder how far they got. Like, did this even get to Christian Bale? Like, did he... <laughs> This oh, like proposed. I, kind of, I almost feel like he was probably the one that said no. They're, like Snyder was like, "Come on, man. Yeah, 
No thanks, mate. Nolan Nolan was like cool with it. And he's like, nah, man. Nah, mate. Nah, bruv. Um <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible Christian Bale impression. I don't know what Christian Bale sounds like. Just say how about Nah mate. Nah nah my nah, that, was, that sounded like Australian or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh man. yeah, man. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. So far down. Thumbs way down. God. Thank God that didn't happen. Jeez. As great as Saint Spidey was this week. That Snyder news was like the polar opposite. Like, <laughs> like, what a terrible idea! All right. Do you think DC is like? I, I mean, I don't think they're really sweating it because, like, dude, BBS is gonna make it's a, gonna, a lot of money, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like, they would have had to like really, really screw it up with their marketing to not make a lot of money. But I do wonder how much of the how much of of I don't know if the word is worry, but like, if they just look at the way Marvel's. I think they're they might be uneasy. There might be yeah. some like nervous kind of I feel like whatever uneasiness they have is probably more for the build up of <clears throat> Justice League yeah. and the rest of their properties and it is for BVS, which is probably gonna do really well. But if it makes a lot of money but you know, doesn't really get a lot of praise, that could adversely affect even, kind of where they even go. beyond praise yeah. i think the word i would use is buzz like bbs yeah, needs right. to get a lot of buzz a la deadpool um for this movie for them to really feel secure moving forward because well, i think the funny thing have, is it's sandwiched sorry go ahead no i was gonna say, you have batman and superman right we've talked about this before this movie should break 500 million plus globally yeah. at least so i think monetarily they they don't have a lot of concern but if they don't get, generate a lot of buzz and excitement around the brand of DC superhero films then they might you know they might have reason to be nervous and they're also in a tricky spot and this is probably to Marvel's credit in that they they sandwiched BVS with the premiere of season 2 of Daredevil and then Civil War so by you know by the time we're done with Civil War BVS might really feel like an afterthought and that's might be what Marvel's trying to do here. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to go to your point, like with all these Marvel, all these superhero properties coming out in the next two months, um, you know, BVS could be overshadowed by the other two. So it's possible. We'll see. It's possible. Yeah. Either way, it's a great time to be a fan of all this stuff, but you know, sort of behind the scenes, they've, they've got to be thinking about that. Uh, so, right, so th- hit th- us up with the next. Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite new actors, actresses that's come along is Daisy Ridley. Uh, loved, loved, loved her performance in Ray and uh, Ray and Star, Star Wars, Wars Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Uh, so it turns out, looks like she might parlay that awesome success into a straight up legit franchise for Laura Croft Tomb Raider. And I gotta say based on her portrayal of Ray, that's that is that is an easy jump to make for me in terms of her being able to play Laura Croft Tomb Raider. That's super smart casting. The Laura Croft originally at least and definitely in the Angelina Jolie movies mm-hmm. was very sexualized, I yeah, thought. That's true. And I I think it would be a, a very welcome departure to have a Laura Croft character who isn't Who's just mostly known for being a badass, and not so much like being cunning and clever, and not that Daisy really isn't beautiful because I think she's really pretty, but like I, I I don't know I I don't I don't see her doing the same kind of Angelina Jolie portrayal yeah. of that character that, that hyper sexualized uh, version I completely yeah, agree like, I, I would like her to take it more in like the the direction she did with Ray where it's just like someone who's a, a badass right and, right. Um, and I think you can do that with her. Definitely. And she's great. Like she's got a lot of charisma and she can totally play that play that character. So here's the funny thing. In the in the actual video game franchise, uh, you know, one of the big promotional selling points for Tomb Raider for the longest time was like Laura Croft and here are her boobs. It's like really weird. Oh, yeah. They're super polygonal and this doesn't look like a real human being, but whatever. But like I, me- I remember too playing that game where if you didn't if you just like put the controller down for a second she would like start like stretching <laughs> yeah she started stretching and breathing really heavily uh <laughs> I, I forgot about that but you're totally right yeah but over the last couple of years they actually remade tomb raider and they made it into this like survival game and it's really really good like if you haven't played tomb raider the most the most recent tomb raider game 
on the PS4 and Xbox One. It is, it's really good. That's cool. I haven't played it's, it. But it's I, I'd so love to try. different. Just like Daisy Ridley would be a departure from Angel Angelina Jolie, the new Tomb Raider games are a departure from the original ones from the you know '90s and early 2000s. So back to thumbs up for me though, because I I, I want to see what Daisy Ridley is going to do next, whether it's Tomb Raider or something else. I want to see I her hope, more yeah. of her. I want to see more of John Boyega. I want to see, you know, we're already going to see uh, Oscar Isaac's in in X Men and whatnot. So, yeah, dude. I mean, just let her. In 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 Star Wars, she was kind of following the footsteps of Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. It'd be cool as if as Lara, Lara Croft, she followed the footsteps of Harrison Ford and Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones you know? Right. That would be a that's a really really astute point. I think that would be a perfect direction for her to go in and. Hopefully, if this does become a confirmed casting, that's the direction the directors and writers take it. Um, all right, man. So I, you know, I, I I wanted to wait, couldn't wait. Got to go back to Spider Man. Got to go to back for <laughs> Spider Man news. Love Spider Man. Hey everyone, like love Spider Man. So freaking and, out. And and mother's eyes squint. Did you see that eye squint? Did, you see the eye squint? did, did it wait? Did his eyes just squint? Literally <laughs> seen that part over fifty times. Not gonna lie. Oh, God uh, damn it, dude. That's 5-0. So we actually got a an oddly enough, uh, and smart smart of Sony to let this this out in the press. Uh, Zendaya, who is a actress, singer, dancer, maybe, from a Disney Channel show called Casey Undercover, uh, has been cast in the Spider Man, the Sony slash Marvel produced Spider Man standalone film as a character by the name of Michelle. We really don't know who the hell Michelle is at this point. Um, I don't know that much about Zendaya to be honest. Um, but you know, I don't necessarily think that the Disney Channel is furtive ground for great actors. But you know, I don't know. She seems. Uh, she no. You look this up. She she's a. Uh, what? Do, oh no! Uh, I'm like sorry. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of her preacher. Like ethnicity? You mean? She she uh, I, she's I, a I minority casting. I don't know what she's her a minority. I don't know what her ethnic <laughs> she, background is. I have no idea. Um, I, I really bad. don't know what her background bad, is, man. but, but uh, yeah, it is a minority we'll, casting. We'll cut and that the reason out. I bring this up, the reason to bring this up, is that here we go. Her father's black and her mother's white. There you go. So she is a mixed race, mixed race person. The reason I bring this up is that, along with the press release about the Zendaya news, is that that Sony wants to go very um, broadly scoped in terms of their ethnicity in casting this film for Spider Man. So, that's the direction they want to go in. Cool, and Zendaya is a good step in that direction. If you know she at least meets the, the sort of minority ethnicity quotient. In that the thing sense. is, this is like I mean, she has to be a love interest, right? Because I mean, that's just how casting works. You you <laughs> you cast the lead, you cast the love interest. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she well, could it's be also like but like it's just supposed to take place in a high school. She's obviously in high school. She's very attractive. So it's yeah. which is weird to say about a nineteen-year-old. Mm, but but you, just, um, you just said it so. Tom just said it. Uh, Tom Holland's also 19. I mean, generally, mm, Tom if you're making a movie that's like, you know, the protagonist is a male and it's in high school and it's about all about him and you uh, cast another attractive young person who's of the opposite sex, just put two and two together. I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to probably hook up at some point in this movie. I'm gonna go, well, that's I'm really go, interesting go because if they do, that poses a lot of questions because then where's Mary Jane? Where's Gwen Stacy? Uh, and that's fine if... They want to go in a different direction. So, I'm okay with that. I don't that. know if you saw this, but she's playing a character named Michelle. And some people have yeah, pointed... I said oh, I'm that. sorry. Sorry. I, I don't listen to everything <laughs> you say. <laughs> like, uh, we've, we've established yeah, that. No, I was just eating the sandwich uh, for a little bit. Um, mm. There's a character in the comics named Michelle Gonzalez. Did you say that too? No, uh, I didn't. Who becomes Parker's roommate and love interest. So maybe, maybe that's where they're going with it. Um, they could yeah. also just be all swerving us and she's just going to be a... She's going to play Mary Jane, but just like a different casting version of Mary Jane. Michelle Jane. Which would be great. I would totally welcome, but I don't think they'll go that way. Huh, we'll see. I mean, the cool thing about all of this is we don't know, and then it's it's just uh, it's stuff that we get to find out along the way, and that that's part of the fun. Uh, going back to a movie that I am so glad is being made because uh, I enjoyed the first one so, so very much, Kingsman 2. Um, which we already knew Julianne Moore was cast as the villain, is going to be a villain of some sort in the film, uh, which is great. Julianne Moore is fantastic. I think we've covered that before. Halle Berry is now um, 
being confirmed as being cast as the head of the CIA for Kingsman 2. What do you think about Halle Berry in Kingsman 2? Uh, I'm a, so, full disclosure, never saw Kingsman 1. So That's... Yeah. I knew that, but I wanted to put you on the spot. So, so you're putting me on blast? Yeah, um, well, fine. Have your stupid Kingsman movie. I don't see care. It. It's good. It's a really good um, film. It's fun. It's entertaining. Uh, I don't know, man. Halle Berry's career has been real up and down for me. Like, she's obviously True. done some really cool stuff. She won an Oscar for Monster Balls. I think that's actually Monster's Ball, but um, I like to call it Monster Balls. Um, but then, like, I don't know. Like, Catwoman was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And so I feel like she has, I don't know, she has to be in a certain kind of role to, to, to thrive. And I don't, I don't see it. She's like a CIA agent or something like that in this. See, she's supposed to be, I think the head yeah, of the CIA. Uh, no, 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 you're out. out. Okay. <laughs> so like, all right. Well, I, I don't know. I'm skeptical, but we'll see. Um, it's like a th- neutral thumb for me. It's neither up nor down. Uh, all right, last thing, but maybe the most important uh, we've got here for Casting Corner is that apparently, um, is it WGA? Is that what the the the, pro- the station's called, the program? Uh, WGN. <laughs> I was like, what uh, are you talking about? Yeah, WGN. WGN. You mean like the CW? Uh, they're, yeah, kind of like, yeah. So they're going to be coming out with a show called Scalped which is based off of a sort of, I don't know how well-known the series is, but it is well-received critically. It's a DC Uh, title. It's a DC title, self-contained title, written by a a man by the name of Jason Aaron, who's a pretty great writer. He's done a lot of good stuff on Thor and Hulk, for instance. Uh, But the really thing that makes this interesting and and great is that um, it's, it's all sort of, centered around like native american storyline and characters indigenous americans whatever you know whatever the pc term of the day is and i apologize if i sound flippant about that but native american that's fine native american we'll go with native american uh and and supposedly they're going to cast the show with hopefully a lot of a a predominantly native american cast although you and i did talk about this off the air and you suspect that what now uh oh like half of them will be mexican (laughs) but i'm just going off of like Dance with Wolves, which, like, I know some of them were. Some of those dudes were Mexican. But, no, from what I read, they're trying to cast an all-Native American cast. Great. Be, that would be really cool. would be great. Um, but that's literally all I know about the show. But it's cool. I mean, hey, we're always for diversity, and, like, this would be a story that's definitely not being told on television um, in any kind of way. I mean, I don't know any Native American programming. <laughs> <laughs> even the last 10 years so um yeah it'd be great so hopefully hopefully it goes through and hopefully it gets an audience but um we'll see if they stick to that that line of actually casting a full native american cast the casting choice yeah well i mean you know good luck to them and i'd love to see something div- diverse like that on the air uh, it's really cool i think that shows uh you know i'm a we're really big proponents of comic books in general here on combo characters clearly but it shows that there's just a wealth of stories out there in the comic book universe to be pulled from for television, for movies, you know, that are that are telling stories about people and characters that you don't always see on television and in movies. Yeah. And it's out there. It's available, you know. So let, let's get moving on. Let's keep pushing on in that direction. Um, so I guess, you know, that being said... Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. My, my my ass is getting a little sore here sitting. Been here a little too long. I think we need to maybe kick out a little cast corner. Yeah. We'll no, see we, it next time. Um, we're getting the uh, we're getting the whole you know the old cut sign. Jeez, sorry, my cat. The my old, cat just the jumped old, on the me. The old stairs. <laughs> old purse. My cat just jumped How's on me. Percy and so doing? I wasn't able to finish that comment. But uh, that's okay. No, man. We yeah. We, we've been here long enough. We all want our welcome. So uh, see you guys later at the casting corner. We'll be here next week. But uh, yeah, we're out later. Yeah. Casting corner. Later, casting corner. So uh, something that I really feel we're gonna just talk about more and more as as we get more information about it. And I'm I'm super psyched, and I think you are too, especially. Considering I think you said you just finished up the series, is that Preacher, uh, the AMC show Preacher, based off of the comic, uh, they just released some photo stills. I think it was Seth Rogen, who's one of the executive producers on the show, uh, released some stills, and you see uh, you see Cassidy, 
you see Custard, you see Jesse Custard. They look great. They look very close to the comic. Pretty damn close, yeah. Uh, comic iterations. But then we see Tulip. <laughs> and, man, you, I mean, they just went in a completely different direction with Tulip. Definitely. Uh, she's got dark hair. She's got olive skin. Yeah, so Tulip uh, in the comics maybe, is blonde. Um, yeah, like a blonde. white. Uh, <laughs> Kind of like a girl you would picture from, like, if you've ever seen the movie True Romance, like, she's basically Patricia Arquette, this character from True Romance. Like, she's this blonde girl that could be from Alabama or something. Right. Um, but they cast a woman named by the name of Ruth Nega, who's an Ethiopian. Whoa, boy. I know that name. I just, it's hard to say on, on, on the air. But okay. she's Ethiopian-Irish, which is a great combo. That's cool. Uh, but no, clearly like a completely different direction for this, which is great. Uh, we're always big fans of that on the show. Uh, I mean, as someone who really liked Preacher, I don't really have any problem with this. I mean, I don't know if you do. I don't. I don't think it necessarily no. necessarily matters all that much what these characters look like. I mean, no, it's the charisma between the characters, yeah. like how they interact with each other. That's going to make or break it. Yeah, it's different when so. you like fall in love with a comic book character of the way they look or when you're you know or that's part of it right where it's like deadpool has a certain look and then if you go see x-men yeah. origins or wolverine uh. origins and it's like he looks nothing like him that's disappointing right but with preacher it's it's really i mean there's these people aren't in costumes they're just regular looking people so it doesn't to me it doesn't really yeah. matter so much that you stick to the their actual looks um so i i welcome it i, I think it's cool that they're doing that I, I got to give the nerds credit on this as well, because I haven't seen a lot of backlash about it. I haven't seen people freaking out about things the way they can freak out about things. Well, that's probably because so Preacher is not as as big a property as like something as James Bond is. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. But nerds are sweaty and hardcore <laughs> well, that's about true. stuff. So, like, I, I haven't really seen a lot of backlash on this casting choice, and that's great, um, I think. Like I said, I, I think the way that the characters interact with one another and how that acting works out. So the pilot is going to make of Preacher is debuting at South by Southwest, which is this month in right. Austin. Right. Uh, yeah. I would ask you if you're going to go, but honestly, I don't know why anyone would want to go drive it's... into that mess of. <laughs> so they keep there's a thing on the internet. I don't know what the website is, but it's just an update of pictures of traffic <laughs> in Austin during South by. It. It just looks like a hellscape that I would never, I wouldn't wish on my worst. So today, enemy, like. I believe South by Southwest maybe is open today or started today, and yeah. President Obama's in Austin, and the mayor yep. of Austin told people if if they can work from home today to do that, literally or because, like not go to work because of traffic. Yeah. That's the only reason. Like that's yeah. how bad traffic is in that city. I don't, and people don't usually believe me when I tell them that if they've never been, it is a fucking hellscape. It is it is the worst. Um, it is the worst. It, it makes what is otherwise a very cool city kind of like impossible at times. So, um, yeah, do not, <laughs> not jealous of anyone. So yeah, I mean, right I I could if I walked there. Yeah, right. Like starting now and walked into it, I would probably get there still quick more quickly than trying to drive in. <laughs> like it's, and then parking, and then by the way, everyone's like, no, just take an Uber. The Uber surcharge upcharge for the South by Southwest event, I think I last saw was something like 700%. God damn. <laughs> so, yeah. no. I mean, I, I was trying to go through back channels to see if I could get into some stuff, uh, kind of, you know, on the down low. Uh, didn't materialize the way I'd hoped. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to get to see Preacher. Also, it looks like, and this is jumping to the next talking point for us. I might not get to see Suicide Squad. No, so right. apparently some of the cast from Suicide Squad took to Twitter or Instagram or both or Snapchat or Kick or something, some social doodad, <laughs> and they're promoting uh, Suicide Squad crashes South by Southwest. And it's all under the guise of like a Harley Quinn tattoo parlor thing. And a lot of people are speculating that they might actually maybe premiere Suicide Squad in a secret event during South By, which is totally possible. And if that is what they end up doing, I got to give Warner Brothers some credit because that's pretty damn cool. Uh, but, you know, I guess we'll catch that on the next pod, really get into it a little further. Uh, sorry I can't go, guys, <laughs> everyone. 
guys and gals out there. Uh, I would, but just like Weasel and Deadpool, I don't want it. <laughs> so we're we're about five months away from Suicide Squad actually coming out. So do you think it's that's even feasible that they would actually screen it that early? Like a rough cut? Yeah, and the thing is, I this is why... I, I get why they would want to do it because it's South by and if you get like cool South by buzz, like that means a lot now yeah. for some reason. It's also risky too. But you've, you've got BVS coming out. Right. You really need to concentrate on BVS because that is the movie that's launching your entire universe. I wouldn't be pussyfooting around with Suicide Squad right now if I were, if I were Warner Brothers in DC. But that's just my take. Yeah. Do you hear that, DC? No pussyfooting. Don't keep the feet to yourselves. DC. All right, somehow All right, we like, burned through everything that we wanted to talk about, except for one thing. Um, how yeah. the hell did we do that? No, no, we, I'm sorry. We have two things left in the agenda. Well, let, let's leave the last one for next week, because I, I, I want to get into that a little bit more. Sure. But I, I, think I think we might have time, see. but we'll see. Let's 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 hit up the next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the reason uh, it's weird that we're doing this behind-the-scenes stuff on the air, but the last thing I feel would tie into Daredevil really well, and we talk about that next week. Oh, okay. Anyway, All right. We'll see. Sorry. We'll see. But wait, 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 wait. Can I just, kind of, let's keep it going with the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff, because I think the listeners like, like like hearing about this stuff. Do they like this stuff? Uh, the next episode will be before Daredevil airs. Oh, that's true. But, I mean, it, it could be our last show, like, promoting. Or not promoting, but, like... I guess talking about it before it actually taking drops. a swing at it. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but the thing I did want to talk about this is actually kind of important to me because I'm an upstanding person. I feel sometimes. Well, I don't know about that. Every now, every now and again, once in a blue moon, I'm backing off of that statement so quickly yeah. right yeah, now. I don't know about that. Uh, so Supergirl actually got confirmed for a second season, and I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong. Saying that this show would not last beyond a first I believe you said season. That. I think I probably said the same thing. <laughs> but I think I was a little more adamant about it. I think I even went back on it like a later episode and was like, you know what? I watched another episode of Supergirl and no, that show is not making it. No. I was wrong. They Season two is coming. So for whoever is watching this show, yay. I know, uh, I'm gonna try to, I know two people who love yeah. that show. Both dudes. So I don't know what that means, yeah. but I once they do the crossover with Flash, and and that actually touches into the next part of this. But once they do that crossover, I definitely want to watch that, and maybe that'll get me back in. Maybe that'll trigger something where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go back and watch some Supergirl now. And maybe. So far, that show has not left me with much to be excited about. Yeah, we. I mean, One we gave it a shot. Exci- we watched a couple yeah. episodes, and like I, uh, I yeah. just couldn't get into Red it. Tomato. Yeah. One cool thing that they have done, though, and we, we are champions of cool marketing here at Comic Book Characters, is that for the crossover episode, they did a mock poster of Supergirl and Flash, and it mimics the very, very famous Adventures of Superman comic. I think it's issue 463. Meh, it's so nerdy. God. You just um, knew that off the top of your head? I had looked it up before, but I did so know it So if I asked anyway. you, like, out of the blue, you wouldn't have known? Like what? No, what I number think I would have known. I have, I have that comment. You would have so known. I would have known. I would have known. Yeah. <laughs> I would have known. Would you have I pushed up your glasses a, as you said four sixty three? Oh yeah. For yeah, to believe it's in me four sixty three. It is a famous cover. It's a really famous cover. So that's why I know that issue. It's not just some random issue. Uh, but if for those of you who haven't seen it, we'll probably link a picture of it up on the thread. It's got Superman running and, like, Flash running, and it's like they're racing and, like, who's the fastest man alive or whatever. It's a cool cover. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you and I talked about off air with this, though, is that <laughs> if Superman wins that race yeah, and beats the Flash at being fast, like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. That's got to be the most demoralizing thing for Flash because, like, that's literally all he does. You just hang it up? Do you just yeah hang up the boots? Like it'd be like if like like LeBron James all of a sudden got challenged to a game of basketball by like Michael Phelps and then lost. He'd be like, "Well, what the fuck, man? I'm supposed <laughs> to be better at basketball." Um, yeah. No, like, but this is my thing. Basketball is my thing. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I kind of feel like Flash has to at some point pull Soups aside and be like, "Soups, I just." just run like a smidge 
slower than usual. Like, let like me a nanosecond. This. Let me have this. You have everything, I, dude. You fucking can stop a bullet. You have x-ray vision. You can fly. You can fly? You can do it all, man. And like, Iris is watching. Yeah, like, this like, is me. This is all I got on. is speed. Come like, on, let man. me get. Let me have this. But here's the question, though. If... If they're actually racing in, on the TV show, him and Supergirl, yeah. If he loses to Supergirl, I mean, we're we're as far as the show so far. Maybe at some point Supergirl will get to the point where like her powers will be like on par with the Superman, but it, they're not at this point. Mm-hmm. So if he loses to Supergirl, then he's like he's getting creamed by Superman, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's like a no contest. Yeah, it's like that race. I don't know if you ever seen it with Charles Barkley, where he raced that referee. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it'd be like that. Oh my god! Um, But no, I honestly, I think Flash needs to needs to pull Supes aside and be like, "Let me, let me have this." I mean, either one, Superman or Supergirl, he's got to win both of those. He's got to win races. So I don't even know if they're going to touch it in the actual episode. I kind of suspect this is what I think is going to happen. I'm calling my shot. I think they're going to do like a they're going to end the episode where like they're about to race and then it like freeze frames. Yeah, okay. I like I'm almost positive that's what they're going to do. I thought maybe they would do like you know, Tortoise and the Hare slow and steady wins the race kind of storyline. Mm. Where like Flash can't keep up, but like Spider-Man gets all super confident and like starts taking naps and shit <laughs> wait spider-man's there oh fuck why can't i get any about. characters no. <laughs> right hey, i should everyone. stop drinking on this show like that is hey, I think everyone that's what's happening i'm talking about superman but spider-man supergirl again. superman pick one dude spider-man can, can run kind of fast he's pretty quick he's not flash he's quick. not flash he's not quick. superman but cool. no like yeah superman's like taking naps and like having a sandwich yeah. And like Flash still catches Chat, up, chatting up Lois Lane. Yep. And then like while yeah. he's looking the other way, Flash crosses the finish line before he does. <laughs> Try to get some digits. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Right. So wait, cool. we have one last thing to talk about. Should we? You want to yeah. just leave it for next week? That's up to you. I'm gonna let let's, you call this. Let's one, do boy. it because it's news. It's news this week. I call you boy. That was weird. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just said I'm gonna let you call this one boyo. Like I don't know boyo. What that was? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's like a know, lyric man. from like a Clash song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Luke Cage, dude. Which uh, yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage. Uh, Nick Cage. Christine seems to think we have like a giant man crush on Luke Cage, which I will neither uh, confirm I don't nor think deny. She's wrong, but uh, is she he wrong? is uh, coming back for his own show in September. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> uh. Yeah, dude, Luke Cage. I mean, we know Daredevil's hitting. Uh, second season starts March 18th, which is coming up really soon. Mm, one week from now, yeah. Uh, and so we are going to get some Luke Cage action on September 30th. Going to be inter- mm-hmm. interesting to see who he faces off against. Obviously, oh, Purple yeah. Man is no longer in the picture. Uh, I would say spoiler, but if you haven't watched Jessica Jones by now, then that's on you. On you. Uh, well, you know, but you never know. I mean, it's comic book characters. They, that's they true. They probably wouldn't do something like that, but you just never know. Uh, but hey, maybe we'll see Rosario Dawson in that one too, so she can be in every every Netflix show. Oh so yeah. Um, I don't know who who they would. I mean, they could. Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know who Luke Cage would the main you know antagonist. Yeah, or, that's kind of my main maybe. question. I'm not really sure where they're gonna go with that. Maybe we'll have an idea once Daredevil's over. Or the second season's done. You know, if, if the mm. hand's still strong, if the Yakuza are still around, if, you know, yeah. who knows, maybe Foggy Nelson starts his evil mastermind <laughs> career and then... Yeah, Foggs, I'm telling you, yeah. he's the guy. He's the guy behind the guy. Uh, all I know is there's going to be some jive turkeys getting their lights punched out. Ugh, you heard? <laughs> That's good. Do you think they're going to do that with... I mean, they, they can't go that route now with Luke Cage because we've no. already seen him in Jessica Jones. No. But that would be they great might... if they just went full black exploitation. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Just just yeah, I don't just think they do that, but it would be just go be with really shaft. funny. Uh, dude, just talking about Cage. We had like a shit ton of stuff on on our schedule here, I guess, or what we're gonna talk about. We hit it all. We hit them all. Yeah, every mm. single thing feels good. Uh, but yeah, dude, the news of the week is still gonna be Spidey's appearance. 
super excited. Civil War coming out soon next week. We'll probably talk about Daredevil right before the very... Well, that'll be our last show before the before the uh, season two drops. Hearing some great things about Punisher and about that show in general. So I'm super excited about that. Anything else you want to add before we sign off? No, I think that's I think I think uh, I think that's it. That'll do it. Well, guys, uh, until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Later.